Unfortunately, many of us go in mediocrity through life and never go within and ask yourself the key question. What are you in this life for? And that will take you to discover that power within we all have, which is leadership. Welcome back to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I believe that if you can connect with the best, you can become the best. So after creating 800 podcast episodes about building your network, I've come to realize that networking is really just making friends, if you're doing it the right way anyway. Join me as I make friends with world-class athletes like Shaquille O'Neal, entertainers like Rob Deerdeck, authors like Dr. Nicole LaPera, former presidents like Vicente Fox, or even the occasional FBI hostage negotiator, billionaire real estate mogul, or polarizing political figure. So if you want to make more friends that help you become a better version of yourself, then subscribe to the show and keep on listening because this is Travis Makes Friends. Today, I'm making friends with Vicente Fox. Vicente Fox was the former president of Mexico. And if you don't remember who I'm talking about, he made the news cycle quite a bit recently for saying this. Mexico will not pay for the fucking wall. Anyway, I've been looking forward to this episode for a long time. It's not often that you get to sit down with a former head of state. So we talked about his journey to becoming the president of Mexico. We talk about how to find your purpose in life, no matter what it is that you're doing, and much, much more. So please, without further ado, enjoy my conversation with Vicente Fox. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Today, I have the pleasure, the honor of sitting down with former President Vicente Fox. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. My pleasure, and thank you for your invitation. Yes, sir. Happy to have you. So on the show, we like to reverse engineer world-class individuals and try to distill some principles for people that are watching or or listening. So before we do that, I want to kind of rewind the clock and talk a little bit about how you got to where you are now, because it's an incredible story. So take us back, President Fox, let's say nine years old, 10 years old. What was life like for you growing up? I was born in uh, this great place, San Cristobal, which is an old hacienda where my grandfather came as a migrant back in 1895. And he started like a night watchman and he ended up owning the Hacienda by himself. We've been there for five generations. He's a businessman. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But he was just a migrant without a penny in his pocket when he came. I was born there, went to school there. I've been Jesuit schooling for all my life since kindergarten up until university. Things I learned there is that the shortcut to happiness is doing for others. Mm. It has been my great conviction and that's been the guidance of my life. It's been my motto. Thereon, I went to work with the Coca-Cola company for 16 years, studying, riding a truck and selling Coke through mom and pop stores all around Mexico. And from there, I became president of the company at 32 and CEO, 32 and CEO for Mexico and Latin America. But then I decided to resign because I was not getting what I've been looking for all my life, which is joy in your heart, which is happiness, which is feeling good. And uh, so I went back to the farm to work together with the people there, farming, harvesting, and doing a lot of wonderful, great activities like milking cows with your hands. After those 15 years, which was my third quarter, one quarter in school, one quarter with the Coca-Cola company, one quarter back in small family businesses. And then 
again, in my search for happiness, I decided to go politics. And I started as a grassroots in my party. And then I was congressman. Then I was governor of my state. And finally, president of Mexico. Career of 16 years also. So that was my fourth quarter. Wow. I'm on extra time now. I'm in my <laughs> We're fifth overtime. Quarter. Yeah. <laughs> fifth quarter. I'm working yeah. for the foundations. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I want to go back into the Coca Cola portion of this story because this is why I love the show because it, we talk to people who most of the time they weren't born with much and they found guiding principles along the way things that they decided to live by that other people didn't decide to live by that allowed you to live a life of freedom. Cause that's really the point, right? It's not about money. It's not about, you know, worldly success. It's just about the freedom to choose what you want to do. So you made it to the top of Coca-Cola and from there you could have gone and done whatever else, but you had the freedom to choose to go back to doing something like farming for the next 15 years. What do you think it was that allowed you to go from, driving a truck in your early 20s to being 32 years old, CEO of all of Latin America for Coca-Cola? It's leadership. Leadership that you have to discover because we all human lives have that attribute. We were gifted with. Unfortunately, many of us go in mediocrity through life and never go within and ask yourself the key question. What are you in this life? For. And that will take you to discover that power within we all have, which is leadership. Now, once you discover leadership, then you must have purpose, heroic purpose. You must know where you're heading and how you're going to get there. So defining your purpose is a most important thing for life, purpose for life, purpose in the family, purpose in the um, sports you practice purpose in the business. As a matter of fact, purpose is a universal, powerful concept and world. And every single thing we do in life has to have a purpose. Even if we go to the bathroom, it does have a purpose. So you have to define that. And then you define purpose, heroic purpose, and you're on the move. You find that you're almighty and not powerful with leadership, and a cause or a purpose, you move on. But always purpose needs performance. Because no, no use of having purpose, but not accomplishing great things. So you must, you must make things happen. And that's what took me on all these four stages in my life to reach the top, coming from the very bottom. Multiple times. Multiple, in multiple industries and completely and things that that's what's so awesome about the story is that it was it was not just it, you didn't you didn't go conquer coca-cola and then go back to farming and then go i'm gonna go work for pepsi now you know it, it was it was farming and then it was politics and it's, it's, you know many times you have to go in your life through corazonadas this is what your heart tells you many times it's more powerful more efficient to have corazonadas than to have great plans and reasonable plans and detailed plans. Sometimes you have to go with your heart to where your heart tells you to go. And this is my motto, the sense that I already mentioned. If I, every time I have done something for somebody else, 
the poor campesinos in my hacienda or the hacienda of my grandfather, the poor people on the neighborhood or in a in any place. That's where been my motto and that's where I move. And if I have found happiness in that, I just repeat and look for more, do more. And uh, that's why I became president because I thought that I could do much more for people than just staying on business and private sector. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. What did you think the differences were in moving up the ladder, let's say, in a corporate setting versus a political setting? What were the differences between those two? Uh, at the very end, it's basically the same. And in all cases, you need information, education, knowledge to perform. So that's a common denominator to perform. You need knowledge. You need education. You need to be ready to compete on the arena. That's why I've been saying there's only one way that you can change a nation in one generation, and it's only through education. Anybody that has education, anybody that has information, anybody that has knowledge becomes almighty, all-powerful. What's the catalyst for taking the knowledge and actually applying it? I feel like there's a lot of people that have knowledge or they, they're almost like information sponges or junkies where they just collect information, collect information, but they never, they never do anything about it or they never implement it or apply it or take action. And you're clearly somebody who worked very hard on education information, but then you took that and then you turned it into something that you could actually apply and do positive things for the society with. What, how, how, do you, how do you start doing that? How do you reconcile that? Yeah. 
if you have a dream or in my definition, if you have purpose and you define your purpose and that purpose you associate with the better of everybody else, then you have where to go. It's bigger than you. Yes. But how do you get there? It's where information, education comes to be. Use the same example. I was feeling that I had everything I needed when I finished my university, when I had my degree. I thought, I made it. Now I have knowledge. I know how to do things. But I started working in Coca-Cola and starting from the bottom, riding the truck, and every day was learning. So practice gives you as much education and as much learning as you get in a university. As a matter of fact, when I finished with the Coca-Cola company, I evaluated then that it was much more valuable to me, the experience of my career in Coca-Cola than my five years in university. But then I went from the global corporation Coca-Cola company to the small family businesses, farming, manufacturing Western boots, freezing vegetables to export. There again, I said at the end, maybe I learned more on the small businesses where you have to get the payroll every Saturday to pay to your people, the few that work for you. And uh, that experience was as much as or maybe superior to the experience in the global company. So again, it's learning for life. You never abandon learning. I'm 80 now. I'm on the eighth floor and I learn every day new things. Again, information, education through practical learning or through education, formal education or through experience. Everyone counts and everyone is good. You clearly throughout your career have gotten very good at selling the ability to sell something, whether it's Coca-Cola products or selling an idea to a nation of people to win an election and do good for the country and things like that. Was sales a skill that you ever really worked on consciously or was it something that kind of came naturally to you? I think it's uh, natural. We all have to sell ourselves, our own person to be successful in life, to get a job, to be a cook, to be a farmer. Get a wife. Whatever it is, is the same thing. To me personally, the drive that moved me to where I have been these 80 years, it was that profound need to be happy, to discover my purpose, and to work for it. And that's why I love the founding father's dream and the American dream is you're on your own. You do it for yourself. You don't wait from government or from your corporation or from anybody else or religion to tell you what you're going to be or how you're going to get there. So it's, it's, it's on your own. Different to Latin America, different to Mexico right now, where government gives away money, gives away things for free, and you don't appreciate it. And you never learn and get to be a full capacity person if you don't do it by yourself. So, so that's, that's to me a principle that I learned in the Coca-Cola company that I learned from the United States that I learned that yes, there is an American dream, but you have to work for it. Yes. You have to get it for yourself, that American dream. 
you don't work, it stays a dream, right? It'll never happen. With this kind of coming to an end here, I, I want to I ask you just a couple of quick pieces of advice for somebody listening who maybe is on quarter one, if you will, of, of their journey. What, what would you say maybe to yourself at that time or to somebody listening who's at that point? How, how, how would you reverse engineer a world-class career and distill that to somebody listening or watching right now? Two ways. One, you do the exercise yourself of going with it. Ask you serious questions. What do you want to be in life? What are you in this life for? Why you were born in the United States or in Mexico? Why, why, and why? Why do I practice this religion? So asking you the questions will take you within to define many things. Once you discover who you are and once you discover that enormous gift we all got from leadership, you're almighty, you're all powerful. So do that. The other way to do it is what I call the St. Paul, San Pablo. He fell from the horse when he was running at high speed. And uh, when he felt, he reacted and he said, Jesus Christ, what am I doing as a tax collector? That's not my life. I should do something different. Or like uh, Nelson Mandela, he spent 25 years in prison. He had the time to reflect, to think about himself and to think about South Africa. And when he comes out of jail, he looks almighty. You see this real video of him, and he seems to be floating when he comes out of jail. And you see his eyes, and he has that determination. You saw on his vision that he knew where he was heading and what was he going to do for South Africa. And, and he, he just changed everything. He defeated the British Empire. He defeated the apartheid. And he helped to create a nation. So do that exercise yourself. Do that exercise yourself. No matter if you're poor, no matter if you have not gone to school, you find leaders everywhere. We are all leaders. And we're leaders all the time of our life. But we just have to be aware. We have to discover that leadership. And then you go. You let it go through corazonadas or through planning or through just... Uh, uh, things that you think about that day, you move. So every day, give yourself with five minutes. Go within, same questions. And you will come out of those five minutes in the morning and you are conqueror all day. You're going to be attaining all your goals and all your purposes. Uh, do that exercise, gift yourself with those five minutes every day, and you're almighty. President Fox, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. This has been a really, really big treat for me. So My pleasure, sir. My pleasure. Thank you. Good luck. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for spending some time with me and my friends. If you want to be better friends with me, then head over to travischapel.com slash team to subscribe to my free newsletter, Your Friend Travis, where I share what's on my mind about life, building a business, raising kids, being married, and anything else I would normally share with my close circle of friends. That's travischapel.com slash team. And my biggest ask of you since I'm sharing my friends with you is to share this episode with a friend of yours that hasn't listened to the show yet. Then leave us a quick five-star rating in Apple Podcasts and in Spotify. It would mean the world to us as it helps us make sure that this show continues to be more valuable to you. Thanks in advance, and I'll catch you on the next episode.